section number forty nine of the golden gems of life this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c the golden gems of life by emory adams allen and s c ferguson section forty nine slander there is nothing which wings its flight so swiftly as calumny nothing which is uttered with more ease nothing which is listened to with more readiness or dispersed more widely slander soaks into the mind as water soaks into low and marshy places where it becomes stagnant and offensive slander is like the greek fire which burned unquenched beneath the water or like the weeds which when you have extirpated them in one place are sprouting vigorously in another or it is like the wheel which catches fire as it goes and burns with fiercer conflagration as its own speed increases the tongue of slander is never tired in one form or another it manages to keep itself in constant employment sometimes it drips honey and sometimes gall it is bitter now and then sweet it insinuates or assails directly according to circumstances it will hide a curse under a smooth word and administer poison in the phrases of love like death it loves a shining mark and is never so available and eloquent as when it can blight the hopes of the noble-minded soil the reputation of the pure and break down or destroy the character of the brave and strong no soul of high estate can take delight in slander it indicates lapse tendency toward chaos utter depravity proves that somewhere in the soul there is a weakness a waste evil nature education and refinement are no proof against it there often serve only to polish the slanderous tongue increase its tact and give it suppleness and strategy he that shoots at the stars may hurt himself but not endanger them when any man speaks ill of us we are to make use of it as a caution without troubling ourselves at the calamity he is in a wretched case that values himself upon the opinions of others and depends upon their judgment for the peace of his life the contempt of injurious words stifles them but resentment reveries them he that values himself upon conscience not opinion never heeds reproaches when ill spoken of take it thus if you have not deserved it you are none the worse if you have then mend flee home to your own conscience and examine your own heart if you are guilty it is a just correction if not guilty it is a fair instruction make use of both 
so shall you distill honey out of gall and out of an open enemy create a secret friend that man who attempts to bring down and depreciate those who are above him does not hereby elevate himself he rather sinks himself while those whom he traduces are benefited rather than injured by the slander of one so base as he he who indulges in slander is like one who throws ashes to the windward which come back to the same place and cover him all over to be continually subject to the breath of slander will tarnish the purest virtue as a constant exposure to the atmosphere will obscure the lustre of the finest gold but in either the real value of both continues the same although the currency may be somewhat impeded dirt on the character if unjustly thrown like dirt on the clothes should be let alone a while until it dries and then it will rub off easily enough slander like other poisons when administered in very heavily doses is often thrown off by the intended victim and thus relieves where it was meant to kill dirt sometimes acts like fuller's earth defiling for the moment but purifying in the end how small a matter will start a slanderous report how frequently is the honesty and integrity of a man disposed of by a smile or a shrug how many good and generous actions have been sunk in oblivion by a distrustful look or stamped with the imputation of proceeding from bad motives by a mysterious and seasonable whisper a mere hint a significant look a mysterious countenance directing attention to a particular person is often amply sufficient to start the tongue of slander never does a man portray his own character more vividly than in his manner of portraying another's there is something unsound about the man whom you have never heard say a good word about any mortal but who can say much of evil of nearly all he is acquainted with never speak evil of another even with a cause remember we have all our faults and if we expect charity from the world we must be charitable ourselves many persons have visible faults and most are sometimes inconsistent upon these faults and mistakes petty scandal delights to feast and even where free from external blemishes envy and jealousy can start the bloodhound of suspicion create a noise that will attract attention and many may be led to suppose there is game where there is nothing but thin air a word once spoken can never be recalled therefore it is prudent to think twice before we speak especially when ill is the burden of our talk give no heed to an infamous story handed you by a person known to be an enemy to the one he is defaming 
neither condemn your neighbor unheard for there are always two sides of a story hear no ill of a friend nor speak of any of an enemy believe not all you hear nor report all you believe be cautious in believing ill of others and more cautious in reporting it there is seldom anything uttered in malice which returns not to the heart of the speaker believe nothing against another but on good authority nor report what may hurt another unless it be a greater hurt to others to conceal it it is a sign of bad reputation to take pleasure in hearing ill of our neighbors he who sells his neighbor's credit at a low rate makes the market for another to buy his at the same rate he that indulges himself in calumniating or ridiculing the absent plainly shows his company what they may expect from him after he leaves them deal tenderly with the absent say nothing to inflict a wound on their reputation they may be wrong and wicked yet your knowledge of it does not oblige you to disclose their character except to save others from injury then do it in a way that bespeaks a spirit of kindness for the absent offender evil reports are often the results of misunderstanding or of evil designs or they proceed from an exaggerated or partial disclosure of facts wait learn the whole story before you decide then believe what the evidence compels you to and no more but even then take heed not to indulge the least unkindness else you dissipate all the spirit of prayer for them and unnerve yourself for doing them good on many a mind and many a heart there are sad inscriptions deeply engraved by the tongue of slander which no effect can erase they are more durable than the impression of the diamond on the glass for the inscription on the glass may be destroyed by a blow but the impression on the heart will last for ever let not this sting of calamity sting too deeply in your soul he who is never subject to slander is generally of too little mental account to be worthy of it remember that it is always the best fruits that the birds pick at that wasps light on the finest flowers and that slanderers are like flies that overlook all a man's good parts in order to light upon his sores know that slander is not long-lived provided that your conduct does not justify them and that truth the child of time ere long will appear to vindicate thee end of section forty nine recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c